Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday the 7th of March. You're watching Breakfast with me, Julia Hartley-Brewer, on Talk TV. Coming up, the Home Secretary has promised to push the boundaries of international law as she unveils the biggest crackdown on channel migrants for a decade. Meanwhile, Matt Hancock plotted to block funding for a new disabled children's centre in a bid to force a rebel MP to vote for new COVID restrictions. That's the latest revelation in the WhatsApp files. And uh, police have been criticised for taking nearly two days to find a car crash wreckage in South Wales that left three dead and two seriously injured. At uh, the time right now is 6.33. This is Talk Breakfast. Good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Very much appreciate you, you joining us this morning. Lots to talk about. Lots to talk about in terms of politics, those lockdown files. Uh, and of course, where we are on migrant policy. Um, we'll be talking about the details of that in just a couple of moments. But just a heads up, we do want to hear from you uh, on that issue uh, as a new law to tackle China migrants will be unveiled in the Commons later today uh, by Rishi Sunak and uh, Home Secretary Swella Bravman. I want to know from you, uh, we're told this is going to push the boundaries of international law. 
What's your reaction to that? Does it bother you? Should we say, no, no, international law is absolutely sacrosanct. We must not do anything uh, to damage that. Or do you say, well, do you know what? If we can't decide who comes on a rickety boat to our country and whether they stay or not because of international law, there's a problem with international law and we need to deal with that. Love to hear your thoughts. Do get in touch. Tweet me at Talk TV. Text the word talk to 87222 and then your message. We'll get as many on air as we can. Uh, talking to lots of top guests throughout the show about all of that uh, and also with political correspondent at The Spectator, James Hill, who joins me now. In no way they're implying that you are one of my top guests because you certainly <laughs> are. Good morning to you, Morning. Um, let's talk about this migrant law. I mean, good Lord, I can't think of a time when we've not talked about this issue. It used to be... Um, uh, but asylum seekers coming to this country, you know, legal, you know, able to get across the channel legally because you could just travel freely uh, from the EU. Uh, and then it became people in the backs of lorries mm. or, or coming through the tunnels. Um, and now, of course, in recent years, it's all about those channel boats. Very, very visual representation of our inability to control our borders, which is strange of for course. an island nation. Of course. And as you say, a visual representation of the challenges facing the supposed get Brexit done government, the take back yeah. control government, which this uh, government was elected on in 2019. Yeah. Uh, as you say, this is an issue dating back decades as well. And it's a problem that works within the international law system. And that's obviously going to be the big challenge. This is how do we reconcile you know, the UK Parliament passing an act with the obligations under international law. Uh, and this makes clear that although they don't think it's going to break the law, it's going to go very far in pushing the boundary of it. OK, I mean, the thing about this um, is this, this again, the human rights legislation of the European Convention of Human Rights and about our, our duty of care to asylum seekers and the Vienna Convention, you know, and again, um, you, you, there is no requirement on someone seeking asylum to seek asylum in the first safe country they get to. Yep. There, there is no legal requirement for do that. However, um, it, I think one is entitled to have a view whether or not people are genuinely desperate at the point in which they get in a boat off the coast of Calais, since most people in this country spend half their time trying to get uh, to that coast. Um, and we know that a lot of this is down to there are other reasons. People want to come here. They, they, they'll know someone here. We've got uh, some larger uh, populations uh, of, some of, the, some, some of the countries where people are coming from. Uh, we know that you can, uh, there are higher benefits mm. available here. We know that you can work in the black market rather more easily here uh, because you don't have to show identity cards and things like that. So we know there are draws that people have to come here, which are not good, uh, good yes. draws. Um, I think the main thing here for lots of people is, you know, you can have a debate about what level of legal migration you might want to have or how freely people can be able to come and live and work in, in this country. And that's a big part of the Brexit debate, isn't it? But surely everyone must be opposed to random people throwing away their documentation and their passports and getting paying five, three, four, five grand to a, a people smuggler to get on a rickety boat, sometimes largely not, largely young men, but sometimes with the young children, I think, frankly, unforgivable. If you're le leaving Syria, fair enough, but if you're actually leaving France, unforgivable as a parent. Um, and, and coming to Britain and then claiming asylum. Um, I, I, I just don't think... I just don't think there are many people in this country, as much as we hear from, you know, the BBC and the do-gooders who you go to the right dinner parties in Islington, that there are, there is really many people at all who think that's a good idea. And the polling suggests this would be, if it can get through, a very popular measure. 
Yes, and you flagged there people raising issues and concerns with this. Well, that exactly plays into the Tory attack line. And they'll be hoping that this legislation that's being put forward in Parliament today is going to open up some clear blue water between the two parties on this. Polling shows that, you know, Rishi Sunak and Keir Starmer both have five pledges each. Mm. The one in which there's the key distinction, voters um, can clearly identify the difference, is on small boats. Yeah. Labour doesn't have any credibility on this. So does the, I mean, does Rishi Sunak hep, expect with this this bill of Suella Braverman, I've no, and I've, I've not, no doubt at all that Suella Braverman feels uh, that she's totally genuine on yes. this, which I find encouraging. Yes. But then, you know, so was Pretty Patel, and how did that work out? Um, but, uh, but I, I would think we can safely say Suella Braverman's rather, rather perhaps get, better at getting things done. Let's let's be generous to this than Pretty Patel is. Um, is this about is this about actually getting the law changed? fighting this battle because it actually matters and about protecting our country and by the way the the what will be we're told with this number of people six billion pounds it's currently a three billion pound a year cost to these people this is money that people do not want to be spending we need that money ourselves thank you either in our own pockets or spent on british people uh, or people genuinely need here um is this about actually genuinely tackling this issue and getting these numbers massively down and and dealing with the problem or is it about electioneering and having that battle in which case it, um, through the courts, having that battle on the front page of the, you know, of the papers, and going into an election with, see, we are trying to do this, and Labour's Labour will just have a free for all. It it does it matter politically whether whether Rishi Sunak actually achieves this or not? So it's a bit of both. I would say he does care about it. Um, he obviously committed to the Rwanda scheme last summer when running for leader. He made this one of his five pledges. It's the only one which requires legislation to get mm. through, unlike the other economic and health uh, pledges he's made. Um, but I think it's worth pointing out that this is expected to take years yeah. uh, in terms of the court cases, the ongoing litigation about it. So we are four years into a five-year parliament. How much can we solve this side of an election? I think as long as he shows numbers going down with things like this, yeah. with talks with the French, and also the agreement with, for instance, to return um, those Albanians who've come here, yeah. uh, because obviously Albania is a safe country. All those kind of things are happy to make a dent for the next election. But I agree, it's going to be a long-term Returning issue. Returning the Albanians, I mean, they, although I mean, they are they are a very large percentage of those coming across in recent months, they yeah. were not previously. If you could deal with the Albanian issue, you instantly cut those That's numbers, and that will so. look that will look good. Yes. Um, uh, but and, and but the question is, I mean. This meeting with with Macron and France on, on Friday, all very well, but we've just seen in the front page of one of the papers today, just mentioning in passing uh, that uh, Emmanuel Macron has once again uh, blocked uh, the bid for, to allow us to use uh, the electronic passport gates at uh, EU borders. Uh, which we're allowed to use, but then you have to go and get a stamp in your passport. Mm. I have to say, my six-year-old's thrilled at getting all these stamps in their passport. <laughs> um, but uh, basically, say, well, no, 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 it's not allowed. I mean. There's no reason at all that people coming from Britain shouldn't be allowed to. Just, you've got your electronic gate. You know who we are. We've got the biometrics. There's no reason at all why we need a stamp. He's just being deliberately difficult and obstructive. Now, the fact that he's still doing that when apparently we've got this wonderful new deal on Northern Ireland and everything's fine and we're all going to be um, helpful and productive. He's not even happy to make life easy for for you know, for British legal travellers, business people, and and holidaymakers coming to spend money even in his own country, mm. he doesn't even want to do that. What hope is there? There will actually be some genuine 
uh, cooperation on this issue? Well, I mean, also, you look, we've given the French 300 million since 2014, so more than a quarter of a billion pounds to take these, this issue yeah. seriously. Um, I think that, you know, Rishi Sunak's approach and the hope he's hoping to embody is that by demonstrating that he's seriously committed to these issues, he's not going to do the sort of, he's going he's gonna, to uh, uh, under-promise and over-deliver. So under Boris Johnson, he would say things like, you know, the Rwanda scheme is going to be the sort of silver bullet. That kind of talk is gone. But I agree, it will require work from yeah. European allies as well. And I suppose also there's an element where, you know, you're taking on the French, always goes down well with voters, let's be honest. Uh, you're, you're taking on the Labour do-gooders. Yeah. And again, I will ask every single Labour MP who comes on the show, just, you know, they get, they, every, periodically they, they, they bull uh, Labour minister, shadow ministers mm. from my show because apparently they don't like me asking about whether or not women have penises. Now, my view is, as soon as we all establish that women don't have penises, I won't have to ask that question anymore. It's really, you know, it's a, I'm just asking whether you're sane or not. That's all I'm asking. Just trying to establish that at the beginning of the interview. Um, this, the next question that we will always be asking will be very, very simple. Do you have a number on the number of people that you think should be allowed to come and gain asylum here? Because I've yet to find a Labour MP who will actually give me a straight answer. You know, because one of the things they're going to announce is that after they... If, if they get this, this issue through, is, is legal routes for refugees, because they really aren't. Unless you're from Afghanistan, Ukraine or Hong Kong right now, there really isn't a legal route to come here. Um, then, then, then basically they're going to have that, but then there will be a limit on numbers, an annual cap set by Parliament. OK, what do they think that should be? Because Labour, Labour to all intents purposes, wants a completely open border. If you can get here, you can stay. Um, but that's going to be a big issue. But there's also, of course, you're taking on the courts. The you know you're back in Brexit territory yeah. of of you know the, you know us against the the establishment, the courts. Do you think that do you think that's going to be enough for people who? You know, who, who've been facing what we've gone through with lockdown, the lack of trust now, who've been, who've been dealing with the cost of living crisis, a far more important issue for most people right now. Do you think that the, the battles over channel migrants is going to be enough as a, as a sort of a deal breaker for the Tories? I think that it's an issue of huge concern to a lot of people, particularly 2019 Tory voters in, in those red wall areas. And it is a visual symbol. I think that he needs to have this fight. I think he needs to do it to his party as well. And I mm. think actually the delays and prevarications of the last two, three years, he's even convinced a lot of Tories on the Liberal wing of the party that they need to do this and look at measures that perhaps they weren't willing to consider yeah. even two or three years yeah. ago. I do just find it extraordinary that in the last few years, you know, you know, there, at one point during lockdown, you know, for about quite a few months, there was a, you know, I think it was a £5,000 fine even to be caught travelling to an airport with oh. an intention to fly. Didn't have to get on the plane. The intention to fly alone, uh, where you did not have a, a very legitimate reason to fly, was, was a criminal offence. You couldn't get in and out of this country uh, quite a lot of the time. They think, you know, port, airports were, were closed to most of us people unless you had a really specific reason. And yet... Should have gone on a small boat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and yeah, we, we just let people just rock up in these small boats. The fact that the government can control law-abiding citizens in Britain and what we do and all of our freedoms, and we can't control random men of fighting age well, arriving my, on our beaches, I find extraordinary. Well, this is the complaint with the police, which is actually they go after middle-class people, generally decent, who it's easy to find, easy to actually control. Don't worry about these people. Well, we'll talk about the police up next. We'll talk about Matt Hancock as well. Latest shocking revelations. Should we be shocked anymore? I, 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 I'm quite pleased that I still am. I still have some trust in these people. Why? I do not know. 6.44 is the time. This is talk. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.